Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-Off. Today's episode, Joel picks his playoff future bets while we have another wild Wednesday with Eli Sayers. And now, from the remote bet bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Walkowski. On the heels of your biggest Browns triumph in your young life, Yes. We saw an impressive performance by the Ravens tomorrow headed into your Monday night showdown. How, how do you feel? If we could just, if we can figure out, okay, I was like, look, uh, before on Monday, I was like, I don't know if, if Lamar can shake off the COVID. He should get off the COVID. And he's running away from the COVID. And it's very tough. So we're going to see a lot. Mark, An- uh, Mark Andrews, the Ravens tight end is back. It's going to be scary. It's going to be a highlight. We don't know what's going to happen. But do you even need it? Do you maybe want to, you know, lay back a little bit? You have Indianapolis and Oakland playing each other all. Vegas, oh, I'm sorry. The ball, the, I, They got to set up a shot collar. It'll always be Oakland to me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I... Uh, it's no vacation, Joel. There's no vacation. We're not Bahama Mamas right now, okay? We need to get this win today. Because right? it's a culture. It's not a team. It's a way of doing things. That's what Kevin Stefanski brought to Cleveland. And so you need to win this. Old Browns, they don't care. Derek Anderson, you can lose this game. It's all good. The <laughs> Kevin Stefanski Browns, and these are Kevin Stefanski's Browns. I don't think there's any... You say Derek Anderson because how dare you give him PTSD out of nowhere? Hey, he was a pretty good quarterback for half a year. Put him on the list of the Scott Mitchell All Stars. <laughs> who is your brother? Very confusing. You yeah, guys are named. Yeah, I mean, you guys are, have the names of a 1994 Pro Bowl: Brian Mitchell, Scott Mitchell. I mean, you know, just don't bring Uncle Freddie into the mix. Oh yeah, let's not bring Uncle Freddie in there, please. Let's not do that. Yeah, so right. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm I, and you know I I've been better, Brian. You know we've yeah. we had some guests on the show on Monday, Allison Clemp and Nate Fridson, great friends of mine. Yeah. A lot of good things in my life come from these people, but a lot of bad things have been coming my way because of them. They broke oh. a microphone. They had lag on their audio. And then my fiance, the beautiful one, Gabby Garcia, she she's Allison works with her a little bit. She's going to run in the keys, and in sixty seconds, it is a crime. Someone goes in the driver's seat. They take out her backpack. Inside that laptop, in, inside that bag, is the laptop, the iPad, the other iPad. These are all things she uses for her work. Her only set of Prius keys, which she was double parked in the street. And then (laughs) we went over this last week. I found my keys. I got the only set. I didn't have to go to Poland to get another set of keys, but I live. But you have to. The only way to get another set of keys is to go to Poland and get another set of keys. Yeah, everyone knows you have to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. You get the keys, you do Poland. You go to Poland. Yeah, it's how Poland really just kills the import-export game. Anyone wants to change their locks, they got to visit old Warsaw to saw the keys in place. So now my whole life's messed up. I don't have a computer. She's calling me before the show. What kind of computer do you want? That's a bigger conversation. That's not a 30-second conversation, right? Right. 
It's not a 30 second, but she was trying to be nice. She was trying to get your spirits up before the show. Yeah, you got to give her that. Yeah, but if if you get something stolen and she was, we switched computers for work, but the fact of the matter, Brian, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking not what the best computer is for her work. I'm thinking, (laughs) what's the best upgrade I can get out of this? Yeah, I want a better computer. Just try to be the nicest person right now, and you're like, no, I'm gonna need uh, that souped up uh, uh, two terabyte uh, M1 chip Retina now. Yes. (laughs) You got it stolen. I I get to set the terms of the replacement. The person who loses it, they don't set the terms. It's Christmas, okay? It's so close to Christmas. All it's right? so close to Christmas, but I don't. I, I could go next level with my computing game. I got the battle station here. Uh, there are certain statistical modeling programs that I would like to use and oh. you know put to work in my gambling enterprises. Okay, all right. But I don't have those capabilities, and unless this new computer is going to be able to run our studio. I'm going to yeah. need a new computer anyway, so I got to stop her now. She can't get it. <laughs> He's going to mess up everything for me. Oh, my God. I hope she doesn't know this. You can't tell from this shot, but you would not believe where my right leg is right now. I, 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 can't, even, I can't even imagine. It, it's amazing how well it's hidden from the frame. This is why yeah. you want to watch the show on YouTube. I'm doing things with my posture and... Uh, I guess the level I take someone for granted in a relationship that no one's ever hit before. <laughs> and, you know, we got the leg coming up right there. And, you know, uh, when you, I talk about my gambling situation. So here, here's the gambling situation, right? I mean, this whole thing's a gamble. Like, people that, that steal is a gamble, right? Stealing is a gamble. And, you know, to be honest, it's one of the better gambles I've ever taken part in. <laughs> When I, when I was a minimum wage worker, I, I had a little grift around 10, oh, yeah. 11 years oh, ago. Oh, God. I do not want to hear this, you but do, I do. You do want to hear it? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. So I worked yeah, in, a, in a very busy toy store. Okay. Um, I don't want to say where I was working, but I wasn't an employee. I was considered a building block, and <laughs> they, they had no security in the store. Okay. It was only tourists. They were paying cash, and oh, they really bad. they they treated employees horribly. Of course, like always... I watched a coworker. His his kid had to go to surgery. They wouldn't let him off. I I literally lost my voice. I got secret shop. They wouldn't give me the day off, and I still got a poor performance review for not using my voice. So, you know, it was just also just kind of boring. So what wow. I did, I memorized the prices of everything in the store. Okay, I memorized the combination. So when people would come up to me, specifically yeah. tourists, okay. they would give me the item. Right. I would bag it for them. That's, and, that's great. That's thoughtful. And then I would give them the total. They give me the money. <gasps> I, I give them the toy and they just walk off. Nothing been, had been entered in the register. It, and I got to tell you this. Oh, my God. It worked pretty well. <laughs> no, now I feel like an accomplice. Like now, if we go to Judge Judy, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fork over some money. Well, I did I did feel a little bad about it because I was raised oh, Catholic, so I, I I I did. But it turns out the manager was stealing thousands of dollars a day. 
The other manager was stealing thousands. I, I thought I felt so bad. I was stealing less than anyone else in the entire company. That's New York retail for you guys. <laughs> oh, this, this this sounds terrible and awful. And if the whole if the whole place is corrupt, what is going on? Who who is the whistleblower? Did anyone's like, hey, I didn't steal anything yet. I want to, but I but I but we got Joel over here memorizing all the prices of all the Legos. But hey, good on you memorizing all that shit. That's, yeah, that's, it, it was a, and you're you're not you're you're never gonna believe what NBA journeyman I I was able to take advantage of with my grift. <laughs> Please don't. Was it Juan Dixon from the Housewives of Potomac? You know what? I would I think even calling him a journeyman is uh, rounding up to an irresponsible degree. I'm sorry if you're listening, <laughs> Donnie Sengstack. Nineteenth overall pick was not a fair estimation of your abilities as a basketball. I'm talking, think, think, think trace, think, think, trace. think drain and threes with chiseled cheekbones. Okay. Kyle Corver. Absolutely. You nailed it. It was Kyle Corver. He went into the Lego. He went into this store with a yeah. date and he bought something for the date and then old baby Joel pocketed. The, okay. So <laughs> I don't need to go into this whole very incriminating tangent. Yeah, and you kept going, and you 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 said the name. You, you shouldn't do that. Uh, but, but Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver. I sold. I how sold. Could, how dare you with the chisel jaw of that man? How dare you? Yeah, try to grip. It was a magic ten dollar bill, and went by taking the magic ten dollar bill, I turned into a championship caliber basketball player. That's my origin story. That's how I became the superhero. You you've shared the court with all these years. Yeah. Now, oh my God. now here here's the deal, Brian. I've shared my worst thing in my background that could definitely incriminate me. And now as a gesture of good faith and uh, team building, I'm going to need you to do the same. Okay. All right. Damn it. All right. So I, I worked at a grocery store in high school and I, you get carts, you know, you get carts as you should. Uh, I was getting carts and I found an envelope for $70. Ooh. And I'm like, yes, now I can get that new uh, Microsoft laser point mouse that I've always wanted. <laughs> Teenage Brian, he finds $60. He goes right to Office Max. <laughs> you couldn't script it any better, folks. Bro, bro, you don't understand. I've been going to that Office Max just looking and eyeing that mouse. I'm like, oh my God, this will make my Counter Strike days so many. I'm going to be the best gamer alive. And then an hour later, an old lady comes up to me in the parking lot and excuse me, excuse me, young man. Did you see an envelope of money? And I said, no. Oh, I said, no, Joel, to her face. You know how bad I feel? That's why I give to AARP every year. All yeah, right? I, I give $70 to AARP. Dang, I, I don't think I'd be able to do that ever, even on my worst day. <laughs> oh, oh, now and now I'm the bad guy? Yeah, you <laughs> are the bad guy. Cause that is not fair, Joel. The that rule is, so is you can't steal from people. You can only steal from corporations. Oh, come on. Like, if, oh. like okay, if Brock Osweiler took $72 million from a, a man in Houston, he would he be a criminal. But, he did, <laughs> but no, he took it from a, a company in Houston. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Brock oh. Osweiler, you know that six foot seven guy who's pretty cool. 
ne- I'll never forget. Don't you dare. I'll never forgive Peyton Manning for stealing Brock Osweiler's championship. I tell you that right here. <laughs> he loved that bench. He loved sitting on that bench. So here and, uh, and also a uh, Browns quarterback that um, we we just gave him sixteen million dollars. Probably top five Browns quarterback of this millennium, I would don't, say. Don't you dare uh, stealer of money. He's the best bank robber of quarterbacks around. I don't know Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford. They got something to say. Hey. Good chance those two go down as the highest hey. paid players in NFL history. Come on, Matty Ryan went to a Super Bowl and, and imploded. So don't give it to them. Don't give it to him. Don't give it to them. So here's the deal. I got I have two accounts that I play with. I'm going to have to cash out one of these to cover the computer, to actually get the computer I want. Yeah. But I figured when you cash out, I'm done with that account, right? Okay. I'm not going back unless there's a, a pretty good reload bonus. And if you do want those reload bonuses, the Props Network is where you can find them. But what I'm going to do is I think placing future bets, that's a little gift you give yourself. Oh, yeah. I love little future bets. Because if I were to just place those bets anyway, it would be annoying that I have to, I'd have less money than I normally do, that I don't get to play with my full bankroll. And if I place the future bets before I cash out, mm-hmm. if they end up hitting, I get to start over. Okay. So what are these future bets that you're, you're looking for? Okay. So I'm going to place four bets. I've thought about them, and I've thought about the quantities and I am all about them. First one, we've got $50. Okay. Packers to win the NFC plus 375. I think the NFC, it's just going to come down to one of these high-powered offenses, either Seattle or Green Bay in my estimation. Mm-hmm. They've mastered the art of getting the ball last and winning some games. Right. And if you're just going to put that up against the rest of the field, the Packers have two really dynamic defensive weapons on the defensive end. What up in the cornerback spots. So I think they've got enough with J.R. Alexander and the Smith brothers to really kind of tilt the scales and do enough defensively to pair with their amazing offense and take the NFC. No, I I totally agree with you. Uh, What they've been showing week in and week out is that, um, oh, we didn't draft a number first-round receiver. It's like, okay, but we have people. That can, we got Robert, Robert Tunyon to come in and, and fill, fill the, the record sheet up. Uh, they found a way to win, and uh, I, Matt LaFleur is – you can't give him coach of the year, but um, they're, they're a team to beat, and they are Super Bowl. They, they, are, they're, they are Super Bowl ready. Yeah, I, you can – the Saints are the favorite right now. You're having Taysom Hill or aged Drew Brees stacked up against Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take the garbage. Packers every time there. Yeah, no, it's garbage. Yeah, the Saints, they always do this. Remember when uh, last year when Teddy Bridgewater, uh, you know, stepped in and, you know, kept the, the Saints afloat. And they're like, okay, they're still there. It's like, you can't do that two years in a row. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. and like for a Super Bowl team, Super Bowl teams, they're determined by who can get points when it matters. We've seen for a couple of years now, the Saints have failed in those situations. Yeah, the right. Packers and Seahawks, I don't see why they aren't the favorites right now. The Seahawks aren't even favored in their division right now, so I'll leave them out. Yeah. But the, I think the Packers, they just check every box for a championship team more than they're, they're, anyone they're else in the conference. Yeah, I'm they're, stunned they're, they're not favored. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, you ready for the next one? What do you got? Thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. Sixers. Okay. Two in the East. Twelve to one. Oh my God! 
You and the Sixers, man. You love the Sixers. I don't care about them at all. Like, how do you think they're gonna they're gonna come back and be relevant? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it's easy. It's 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 the case for everyone else. Miami, too hard to come back from. Just not enough rest. Dragic oh. will be playing hurt the entire season. Okay. That's Milwaukee, fine. too many new pieces to incorporate. And the rotation, there is going to be a lot of turnover, at least three new pieces getting major minutes. Yeah. Toronto lost Serge Ibaka. He's I'm a year older. That. With you with that. And then, so basically, we've eliminated three teams that I think is pretty reasonable, right? Okay, but what about Brooklyn, though? What about Brooklyn? We have, we've Brooklyn? never seen... We've never seen Kyrie Irving play beautifully with a teammate. We haven't seen anyone other than Dominique for a season come back from an Achilles injury. And I, you know I love Durant. I'm the world's only Kevin Durant, Phil Rivers fan. And yeah. just for a 7-1 guy to come back from an Achilles, I think that's more of a long shot than, oh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons played under horrible basketball people their entire careers if them just having a B plus on the end of the bench in that GM's chair, it's mm -hmm. going to make it's the biggest change an NBA team could have made. And they made it. And against the rest of the field, I think that's going to have a huge impact on the entire conference. Uh, and I and I totally get that. But you're also you're you're saying all these other teams are. There's a lot of new pieces, but the big thing is, is that. The Sixers are coming with a new coach, right? Yeah. Isn't that one of the biggest changes you can have? Yeah, players can move around and, you know, it takes them a little couple of months to get them um, gelling like Magellan. But, I mean, a coach is where, I mean, if the boss is not where you want it, and what if they don't like the boss? They're going right? to like the boss. It's Doc Rivers. Everyone likes Doc Rivers. I think Doc Rivers has maybe been one of the more vexing guys to watch coach for the past Two For decades. Sure. No, I'm with you. I'm you with still you. like him personally, and it's just that Brett Brown was so bad. The players were never in a position to maximize their talents, and this year, I think just having competency is going to make a world of difference. Okay. Like, right. like, okay. What's here's a good household. Hmm. You you go. We've got two really good kids, and right. the, uh, Ron, you have a Ronnie and Ronnie and Bonnie. Yep. And okay. you, you have a babysitter that always just sets the house on fire. Jessica, she's got to get out of that house. It's so, really it's really upsetting. So they've got they've gotten rid of the babysitter who sets the house on favor. Yeah, now Jessica. they got a real not the best nanny, but they got a really professional, thorough nanny in the mix. Doubtfire. Yeah. Yeah, it it's going to be in nice working order. Everyone else in the conference has a lot of new pieces. They've got a lot of big changes to deal with. They've got injuries to overcome already. So give me let me this right. So you're telling me that Doc Rivers is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Doc Rivers is Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> okay. Daryl Morey. Right. Daryl Morey. He's the zoo you rent for a birthday party. <laughs> Probably because most of those animals in the Mrs. Doubtfire film were stolen from China and really messed up international relationships between the two countries. Well, we don't know that. You're you're just saying words, okay? We're, we don't know that that was. We're just saying words, and I got two more bets for you. I don't want to get in the weeds. Okay. This next bet, it goes along with it. All right. Joel Embiid, MVP, 40 to 1. Jesus. What are you doing? Why? 
Because Joe, you think okay, Doc Rivers is gonna like make them better, like in a in a year. Come, come Look, on. come on, Joel. All you need to make Joel Embiid a top five player is a single sentence: a Peloton bicycle in his apartment. No, if you if you if you spend offensive possessions beyond the three point line, I'll make sure you don't get any ice cream. You say that sentence to him, you, you got the MVP. You'd be like, hey, okay, no more threes. Or, uh, I mean, that was a bad Joel Embiid. But ice cream? You're going to you're gonna bribe an all-star with Look, ice cream. Hey, I, that's cool with me. There's a couple if things whatever, I know whatever. in this world, Brian. There's a couple things I know. Yeah. One of those things, I can tell just by looking at the torso, when a supposedly in-shape guy eats too much ice cream, I see it in my reflection <laughs> Every pecs, evening, right? yeah, it's in the pecs. Yeah, you got a little bit of the droop in the titty area, just just slightly. <laughs> and you know, Joel Embiid, he got an ice cream bod. I've got one my myself. And when a man got droop in his titty, that's when I know that he ain't. He's soft. He's soft like a uh, soft ice cream. Yeah, he's soft serve boy. I, I I know how these Joels oh, are, and I know hey, forty to one is a pretty big long shot. Those are good numbers for Embiid. That's that's great, and if he gets in shape and doesn't get the ice cream, doesn't go to DQ and get one of those banana splits, which are good, um, and then hey, I'm fine with it. But that's uh, if you're gonna bribe him with ice cream, it's not gonna be good. But okay, right? but who do you like in front of him? Maybe Luca. I can see Luca working out, but LeBron and Davis, Kawhi, minutes restriction, Steph Curry. I don't think the team will be good enough. Harden probably gonna get moved somewhere. So mm. you've taken out like. Five of the biggest names you can throw in Durant coming back from injury onto Sakumpo. There will be fatigue after he just wanted two more, two times in a row. And, you know, we've seen enough with Embiid. If you he's used correctly, he can be a total game-changing force on both sides of the floor. I think we see it happen. Hey, I'm with you with that. I, but the, the new news of... That's the uh, uh, Teletubbies va pet vacuum cleaner. <laughs> new news. New news. Um, you heard about Kyrie, you know, talking about LeBron not being clutch. If I, I'm seeing LeBron going for that MVP now. You know, he's always been. You know, he's been. They never gave it to him because like he's been in the league forever, and like you don't deserve it. I know you're the best, but you don't deserve it. But if he calls out and balls like you, I think it's time for LeBron to get that MVP. Yeah, it's possible. I see it. The turnaround's too tight for me. So I've. It is too. It is too tight. It is too tight. I get you. you but. That body is an asset. You got to keep it there. And I got one last bet for you. This is probably the one I feel best about. Fourteen to one, Brian. Okay. Shea Gilgis Alexander, most improved player. Ooh, he doesn't. He's he's out of the wing. He's he getting gets, a lot of touches. He learned oh, everything yeah. from Chris Paul. He learned how to run a team. He learned how to create a shot. He learned. Oh yeah. He, he learned how to not show up in Game Seven of a playoff series. You're gonna do that when you're young, okay? Yeah. That's like the biggest game he's played, so you gotta you gotta let him go. Yeah, and but Shea's just gonna have an insane usage. He could oh, have yeah. the highest usage rate in the entire NBA this season. That wouldn't be a surprise. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I dig it. I dig that. So I'm those, with you. On, that's the only well, the, the Packers and this is the only bet I'm with you. <laughs> this Sixers bandwagon. Hey, this is fifty percent on long shot futures. Like, even if I, even if those Sixers bets don't hit, the the numbers are right. 
And we're not there to win every bet. We're there to deliver the bets that give you the most fun, the best story, the best enjoyment, because there's a lot of gambling content out there these days. We know it's going to be legal. We see the stock prices at William Hill and DraftKings and the bet uh, EFT. They're going up and up and up. But yeah. really, we're here to make gambling fun. Yeah. And at the walk-on every day, we don't give the best picks. We give the picks that we genuinely think about. We give you our unfiltered thoughts and opinions. And we put in a lot of research. So we do that in a comedic packaging. And I see the YouTube numbers. I know you've been watching these clips, specifically when we talk about niche college football programs. So I want you to pay it forward, you know? This is our job. Help us out. Smash that subscribe button. For the love of Pete, smash that subscribe so you, I can be kept alive. Every time you click, our boss, Sammy Kotler, he gives me a package of ramen noodles. That's the only way I survive in this world. So I'm going to need you to drag down that mouse, bring it over to the Props Network browser, and hit subscribe. And if you really subscribe. like it, take it over to iTunes. Take it over to Spotify. Listen to the pod for an hour and a half every Tuesday and Thursday when you're walking on your Peloton, when you're strolling with your pup, when you are... <laughs> in your kitchen making beef stroganoff hamburger helper wherever um, wherever you are let the walk on walk along with you and we want to do that but we can't do that unless you let it in so hit subscribe and we will appreciate it so much we will sam told me well, to speak I, from the heart how was my speaking from the heart I brian loved i loved it yeah can't believe I can't believe you turned on that old lady. That's truly Come on, Joel. Don't don't do that to me, man. <laughs> I'm just shocked. Don't do that to me, man. I feel bad. All right. I feel so bad. I've been feeling bad for 15 years now. Okay. 15 plus. 15 plus. Let's be honest. We we're dressed too much alike today. <laughs> we got the glasses, the plaid. We got the open shirts to be Brooklyn boys. We're so Midwestern. It, it wouldn't surprise any of our viewers if they found out that we were both born in plaid shirts. <laughs> Came out of the womb looking good, looking good, looking fresh, looking like a Land's End, Land's End commercial, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I work on a lot of Land's End commercials. Mm-hmm. See? Those you ones know? aren't very interesting. Those are, those yeah. are like, they're fine. <laughs> no interesting stories to report, but we do have interesting stories. We do have all this analysis, and we could be a little wild here today, folks. Oh, yeah. What, what is that? Why, why do we need to be wild? You know, you know why, Joel. You know why. Check your watch. It's Wednesday. <laughs> and when it's a Wednesday, we are joined by one of the best comics to ever step into the Rose Battle Arena, one of my good friends, Eli Sayers. Hey, what's up, baby Jay? Hey, up, Eli. Eli. Shout out to the Props Network. Yeah, shout out to the Props Network. I'm Did doing. Go ahead. What happens? How is everyone mad? No, no one's mad at all. We are all good, and we need a little happiness from you because we've had a lot of bad news this week. Oh, uh, what? What happened? U of M OSU the game is canceled. Uh. And as like uh, a Wolverine, I don't know that it's a bad thing, but it's off. It's like, you know, but now it's like, who can say who would have won even? Yeah. I mean, it's 50-50 game. I think Ohio yeah, State, it's got to be. 
it's got to be like a, it always is yeah. with these two fine programs. Yeah, the two greatest programs in the Big Ten. <laughs> you know, at this point, Michigan linking themselves so closely to Ohio State is the only thing giving their program a little bit of prestige anymore. If, yeah. If, yeah, that's 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 the only thing that keeps people talking about them respectfully. I guess they get to like play them, but like, but I mean, Rutgers. I, I look forward now to my new thing is Rutgers OSU. Uh, that's my new Michigan OSU. <laughs> Rutgers OSU. <laughs> yeah, Rutgers is now. I decided one of the top ten, uh, one of the top teams in the Big Ten. Hey, you know we've seen Northwestern do it. We've seen Indiana do it. What? How? How jarring would it be at this point if Rutgers and Greg Schiano were in that position? Not really. I think they're going to get better as it goes. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. So yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. That sucks. I really wanted to see that game. Yeah, and it was so Ohio State has gotten uh, effed over, screwed over. Yeah, but, I'd say. But is I'm, the way I tell you. But on the back end, they're being helped out every step of the way by the CFP commission. The Big Ten is bending the rules to ensure they sure. get in the playoff. So the funny thing is, like, whenever like uh, uh, people try to do that crap with Oregon, it's like, okay, shut up. But like with OSU, we are just kind of like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They are just one of the best teams. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, do you, you think they shouldn't be uh, given that many like uh, like, like that that much favoritism? No, I, I think they deserve it. I think we've seen it for years and years across multiple coaches, and there's been just a consistent achievement level from this program where we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's not like they're all a shot in the dark preseason number two. It's Justin yeah, yeah, yeah. Fields. We've watched this guy grow. The, this program is loaded and ready for right now. And it's the best story. You have that Clemson-Ohio State rematch. I think we're going to get that in the first round of the playoff again. And Yeah, in the playoffs, who cares? Yeah, at this point, it's just a matter of whether, in my mind, it's just a matter of whether Clemson will beat Notre Dame by enough to put in Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, and I think that's a possibility. It'd be pretty cool, honestly. And then Florida, the the I don't know what if if Florida ends up beating Bama, they might get in instead of um. I mean, yeah, they would get in instead of A and M, even though A and M uh beat them. Yeah, it's good a, time. A lot of juice, a lot of juice and gossip involved here. Yeah, only six teams can potentially make it right now. By the way, I'm looking at it. Maybe I, there's no way USC is going to get in out in the Pac-10, so Pac-12. No. So before we get into it, before we break everything down. I, I came up with a little fun to have instead of the roast this week. Um, so this game is called Bullshit. I'm going to give you a bowl game. You t- tell me whether it is real or fake. Has this game ever been played before? You you understand the rules? Yeah, I, I understand the rule. All right. First up, we have the salad bowl. Uh, yes. Yes, that you are indeed correct. The salad bowl used to be played in Phoenix. Was one of the biggest bowl games for about a 10-year stretch there after World War when, II. When did it end? 55. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, they, they had to ration the salads for the Korean War, so the salad bowl went away. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, how about the tuxedos.com bowl? Tuxedos.com bowl? Yeah, where you I don't, I don't think of that before. That sounds like malarkey, Joe. I'm calling malarkey. 
Dang, two for two. He nails me on the tuxedos.com bowl. It's fun to I'll get one wrong. I'll get one wrong. And there are so many damn bowls, and some of them are so silly. Like, it's hard to tell. Yeah, there's so many bowl games this year. There might even be seven. Refrigerator bowl. It's just like bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. There we go. Sorry. Yeah, that's why we named it. Okay, next one, we have the Gotham Bowl. Yes. Again, 3-0. Gotham Bowl. Wow. That, that's the game that totally. I thought it was totally BS. I thought it's about uh, it's about Batman and Robin and like the Joker. Like they fight at in halftime. But hey, that's great. The yeah. bat. Listen, the Bat Bowl is what, what got us into this whole COVID situation. Let's, <laughs> people, let's not eat any Bat Bowls, all right? Yeah. Do not doubt the Bat Bowl in 2020. Uh, next up, we have the Blimp Bowl. Just blimp bowl, not like, uh, not like Goodyear. Yeah, just the blimp bowl. That sounds right, but I'm going. I'm doing this like uh, on off on off thing. I'm gonna say no. The blimp bowl is not a real bowl. He, you are really doing well here. Four I wish I didn't. I wish I, missed, I wish I missed the first one so that I wouldn't care. Now I'm like I have to go undefeated. You gotta go perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's take a trip to the 90s. There was the MGM Inspector Gadget Peach Bowl. I mean, there's a Peach Bowl. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you get the random-ass sponsors. Oh, God. Inspector Bet Gadget. Yeah, dude. It has to be all that. Not, not just, you're not just saying Peach Bowl. I'm going to say no on the Inspector Gadget. 5-0. and oh. Unreal. You can't nice. beat this kid. Um, I, I am truly humbled. I will never make up a fake bowl game again. Uh, we got to go back to the roast. Okay. Well, but I mean, honestly, Inspector Gadget Bowl. <laughs> like, I deliberated on it because I'm taking it seriously. But I mean. <laughs> would would the Inspector Gadget be weirder than some of these other ones? I don't know. Um, next up, we have the Pulan Weed Eater Bowl. Ooh. That sounds very much like a bowl. Like one of those garbage ass ones. And because you just said that last thing, I'm using my slyness to infer that you mean that this next example is in fact a real one. So I'm gonna say real. It is a real one. The pool on weed eater, it is a real bowl, and the Polish weed eater is a real guy. Um, that's <laughs> me. Okay, Beefo Brady's bowl. Oh. Sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'll say yeah. Beefo Brady's Bowl, you got it. <laughs> Seven oh, and zero. Oh. Okay, um, the Halliburton Freedom Bowl. There's Freedom Bowl for sure. Halliburton. Yeah, did. What, what, what does Halliburton even do again? That's um, they're a defense contractor. <laughs> the Raytheon Bowl. Exactly, uh, it's the same thing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say no. Eight no, gee. <laughs> okay. I, I, I do have, you know that, that I I want to I want to be clear that there was some like not all of that was like encyclopedic knowledge. There was some that sounds like bullshit type shit going on. Well, that, the, you I do, don't deserve I don't deserve too much credit for that. All right. The one thing <laughs> I, I give it. No, you're good every week. The one thing I ask every week, Eli, tell me how many college football games you watch every weekend. I've yet to get an answer to that. I have to keep count. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to count one time. I think it's over under 11 and a half. I'm taking the over. 
<laughs> there would be a half in there. Someday, if I only have time, sometimes I'll squeeze a half in. Yeah, it's about which half? You know, it's like dating a quadriplegic. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sam's gonna have words with yeah. you. Brian might have you, man. You wait. You should have heard how bad Brian's story was. Okay, so next up, we have two more for the perfect record. How about the Progressive Gator Bowl? Progressive Gators, those are Gators who only eat POCs and women, so we're really proud to have them associated <laughs> with the show. Uh, uh, there's the Gator Bowl. I'm trying to think, Did so did Progressive ever... I mean, Progressive seems like... Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. 9-0. and 9-0. Amazing. I'm definitely getting the last one wrong. Man. I'm definitely get. There is nothing I've been more certain of that I'm about to get this last one wrong. This is insane. Okay. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with going nine and one. I don't give a shit. You can tell by the way he said it before it happened that he's not. Uh, I'm breaking yourself emotionally, Joel. Okay. Where's your hands, Eli? Are you searching? Are you Google searching? <laughs> okay, Eli. Last one for the million dollars. Has there ever been a Heart of Dallas Bowl? Yeah, there's been a few of those. <laughs> Ten and zero. Wow. Ah, it won't happen again. Do not expect. <laughs> Look, if, if you're planning a let's try to stump him every week, you're gonna stump me pretty quick. I, th- this was fun though. This one rolled. Yeah, and we're we're gonna roll this back just so I can stump you on even one question is enough for me at this point. Okay, so welcome. But it, that's really fun because so much of it is just like you, you see a bunch of bulls and you're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, yeah, that's fun. Good, good game. Good game. Bullshit. Go on. I'm sorry. To yeah. You it, 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 if you're killing time on a Wednesday, there's not many better activities than going through old obscure bowl games. I had a great time. So we both won here, even though yeah. I really lost here. So welcome to this week. It's we're gearing up towards championship week. A couple of the marquee games are eliminated, but let's start with your thoughts on last week's crown jewel. It broke after we went on the air on Wednesday. I'm talking oh, Coastal oh. Carolina, BYU. Was it the game of the year? I think it was. I can't think of one that's better. That game, fuck, freaking, I'm sorry, everyone, sorry, Sam. That game freaking ruled, man. That game, that that was so good. And uh, I, I feel it's one of those ones where you hate that one of them's got to lose, though. Because I really BYU rules. I, I think Zach Wilson's the truth. He's for real. Uh, but Coastal just oh man, and it and it came down to that last play where they had to tackle him like two yards short of the end zone. That was wild. A wild win. That was a that was the kind of game we liked here on Wild Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That was the championship game. Coastal Carolina, the champions of the group of five. Actually, group of six because I'm not counting Pac-12 because now all these stupid Oregon people are going to be like, oh, see, BYU, see. BYU would beat every freaking team in the Pac-12. They're better than all of you. And uh, uh, they're, they're the runner-up for the group of six. We'll talk about USC here in a bit, Joel. We'll, I can we'll, see. we'll I can talk about you. Yeah, USC is the only team I think is better than them. USC laid the smackdown on Washington State last week on Sunday. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. And this week, we kind of have Coastal. They're on the other side of the coin. BYU, they came in from out of town. They were big favorites. They were going against a program where it meant everything to them. And now they're playing at Troy. Troy, they're 5-5, five and five, but I think they're a little bit better than their record. And they're, they're least, Yeah, they're at least always kind of like an obstacle, I guess. Like, you can't take them lightly. Yeah, you, you can't take them lightly. And to really get some analysis... On, 
on this matchup. I wanted to break down the academic matchup between these two schools. So if we're just talking about Troy University, it's merged from four schools. It's it's, it, it's great for one of is the 27th best public school in the country. It's the 61st best online graduate business program. It's the 14th most innovative college. It's got it's fourth best Brad Pitt movie. Fourth best Brad fourth Pitt best movie. And it's got the sixth best online masters in nursing program for veterans, which is a lot of good things to like from Troy on the academic side and coastal on their side. There is no page on Wikipedia denoting their academic achievements, but there was a page. So they're going to win, obviously. <laughs> of course they're going to win. Diamond Dallas page went there. That, is that real? Diamond, baby. That is real. Coastal Carolina. That, that and it makes sense because every one of Coastal Carolina's fans was dressed like they were wearing DDP ring gear. <laughs> and because uh, at that point, uh, WCW was the group of five of wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. You are right about that. But, you know, BYU at Coastal is actually better booking than WCW ever had. So, you know, credit to <laughs> credit to Coastal there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, uh. What was I gonna say? Oh, actually, uh, Coastal and Troy. Uh, I would I would take the over on that. That's my pick for the over. Oh, that's your pick for the over. What is that over? Both teams. Uh, I want to say it's like fifty four. My my man Brian's holding that info though. Brian, want to look that up real quick? But uh, yeah, both both teams good pass. Uh, both teams can pass. Uh, Troy doesn't have much of a run game, but I, I think they're just both gonna score. I I would take the over uh, out of all the games. Fifty one point five, right? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, I would take that. And just one caveat, if anyone wants to place over-under bets this weekend, keep in mind that a big rainstorm will be hitting the south this Saturday. There's going to be rain all over Alabama, the Carolinas, Florida, even Georgia. So, you know, maybe that will make you skew towards the unders. But, you know, I everyone knows I love Coastal Carolina. I look at the Troy track record Fresh off a shutout last week, we've got Coastal looking ahead a little bit. I kind of like Cl Troy getting twelve and a half points here. What do you think? I can uh, 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 wait. Is that the spread, or you mean getting? No, no, that's getting, the spread. You mean, you mean the twelve and a half? It'll be uh, thirty-five to twelve and a half. Um, uh, yeah, I, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I can. I think so. I think it'll be a good game. I think that it'll be a good game, but I don't think it'll ever be in doubt. Really, that's how I think it'll go. Yeah, and twelve. Yeah, and both, teams both teams will score back and forth. Uh, uh, Coastal will get more stops, and they will score more. Yeah, and you, I'm just expecting a little sluggishness out of the gate from Coastal, just because things went so well for them last week. They're looking at themselves I can in. See that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for for sure. Yeah, so Troy will be the play there, unfortunately, and you know, <laughs> and Troy would also if I was choosing schools. I would probably pick Troy over Coastal. Coastal would be the better experience, but I think Troy would be the better education. I don't want the education. I want the party. Brian wants the party. Brian wants the party. It's fair. Nice. We're getting a little interference from one of you. Maybe we can judge that out while I set up this next matchup. 
So this is a pretty big one for me on this slate. We have USC, who I've just been stubbornly betting on every week because they're the only big college football program I ever attended, and they're playing at UCLA. UCLA is a three to three and a half point dog. Okay, so Saturday, 7.30, we have USC. They're traveling across town. They're against their hometown rival, UCLA. UCLA has been pretty good this year. I still like it. I still like USC getting the three points to cover. What do you think, Eli? Yeah, I, I'm about that. I'm giving I'm giving USC a hard time, man. But uh, you know they they're the best team in the Pac-12. I think they're I think they're really good. I think they're going to cover that for sure. Keaton's great. There, there's a lot of talent on the team. I do think BYU is better, and I think Cincinnati's better. But USC is a good team, and yeah, I'd take that. And it is possible. But yeah, yeah, UCLA is good. That's it's going to be. It might be intense. Yeah, and the UCLA they have an amazing running game. USC, the strength of that defense, it's a classic USC defense. It's all about the running backs. There were plays made by that. They running. were good. They that, were sharp. Yeah, that LB core last Sunday, Sunday I, I didn't make a mistake, was like classic. I felt like Ray Malaga and Brian Cushing were back running the sidelines. And Yeah, I, I, I just want to see Chip Kelly happy. <laughs> you can only tell if he holds up a placard with a goldfish bowl, a four-leaf clover, then a smiley face. That's how he lets the world know. <laughs> so in this one, I do have some stats. USC, 16-5 and five in their last 21 versus UCLA. With Notre Dame canceled, it's their biggest game of the year. And last week, Slovis threw for 500 yards. I mean, at this point, with Panay sitting out, Slovis, Slovis is probably the best player in the whole conference. And he's still got years of eligibility. I think they're going to air it out. I think a run-heavy team like UCLA is going to have trouble scoring points with them, even if their overall offensive strategy works. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that analysis. That's a good breakdown. Yeah, and like USC, they can maybe not make the CFP, but it's been a pretty down period for the entire program. For them to just march to the top of the conference in a weak year, reinsert themselves. That's, as the it, that's team. it. You're just kind of making a, making a bit of a statement like, Hey, don't forget us for next year, basically. Yeah. And losing to UCLA, it undermines all the good things USC has been able to do. They got their identity Definitely. back. You need to keep yeah. that going with a win over UCLA. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think the, I think the Bruins might uh, have more time of possession, but just because of uh, how their offense operates. But I think Keaton's going to, yeah, they're going to, yeah, like you said, they're going to air it out. I think there's going to be a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and this line, it seemed like a mistake to me. I'm glad you agree. Yeah, I think that's a weird, that's a little bit, yeah, that's a low line. Yeah, and so there are some other marquee games we want to get to, but this one's just fun. It's Friday. I'll probably have it on. We have Arizona State minus nine and a half. At Arizona, two winless teams. Herm Edwards is downgraded from an NFL head coach who was in the playoffs uh, semi-regularly to not being able to get a win in conference. What do you think here, Eli? Uh, I think it's a. I think I'm not super down on Herm. I think it's a weird year that everyone's going to kind of like. We're going to all. We're going to next year is going to be for realsies for all for everyone. It's a hot seat for realsies, uh, except for maybe Kevin Sumlin uh, for Arizona, who might be just on the extreme hot seat right now. Uh, Arizona is a little bit better than I expected them to be. Uh, Grant Cano ain't bad. I don't think that they're going to win much, if any, games. So, yeah, I would go to with the Devils. I don't know. Are you confident uh, 
taking the Devils to cover, t- taking Arizona State to to cover though. No, neither of the te- yeah, these teams won a game. Insane. Yeah, this is it's just. Uh, yeah, yeah right, here I'll give you. I'll let you know. Uh, 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 just to just to uh, know the quality of this game, uh, I will not be watching this game. Ooh, that <laughs> is. Well, I I'm mean, kidding. I, I, I 100% am going to watch at least a, a portion of this game. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Like Arizona State hasn't played for. I like Herm. An entire month, and I love Herm. So it's not his fault, mm-hmm. you know. When you when you can't do anything. Yeah, it's all jacked up this year. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and someone would likely still be losing without COVID. I mean, there's just financial hardships over there in Arizona. I wish the Wildcats the best. I hope they pull out of it. And they are a little bit better than people are giving them credit for this year, but not a lot better. Yeah, but maybe Arizona State, they've got that win going on. Yeah, they're going to win. I think Arizona State's going to win, without a doubt. Yeah, nine and a half is a scary number. But if, Lord, no. but if we're locked down on a Friday night and this is the only thing on television, you are getting wild. Yeah. yeah. You might as well sprinkle some shekels. And then, okay, Saturday, probably the best team playing this weekend. We have Florida hosting LSU. LSU, terrible year. Alabama destroyed them last week. That was was a treat. Yeah, it was on the same time as Coastal, so no one paid any attention. Highest Mm -hmm. rated game in ESPNU history, by the way. That's awesome. I'm so happy for them. But this LSU, I cannot believe how this program has fallen off. Yeah, COVID, sure. A couple of great receivers sitting out, sure. Lost but, a lot of talent to the NFL. But now we've got we're seeing players actually leave LSU for the transfer window. What happened I here? Think, I think a lot of it was uh, Brady and uh, Burrow. I think it was uh, OC and Joe Burrow. I think that was the success. And there's a lot of talent in LSU. Uh, year after year, but that's just not enough. And uh, Orgeron, I want him, like I've always said, I want him around talking forever because I love his dumb face. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I mean, I kind of am not super surprised by this. It's maybe a little bit worse than I expected, but I'm not shocked, I guess. Who are they playing Florida? Florida's going to destroy them. Florida, Trask is going to be out there trying to put on a Heisman show. Florida's going to crush LSU, dude. 23 and a half point favorites. I'm inclined to back Florida here. I don't feel really good about that line just because like psychologically you see LSU getting 23 and a half points and you think you're in some black mirror scenario. But, but, uh, but think about how many Florida. Like trap might you got, you got trash to pits all day. I, uh, yeah, I'd take it. I mean, again, I'm always like, you know what you're doing. You know, you're taking a bit of a risk when you're betting with a big spread, but as big spreads go, yeah, I'd take this one. Yeah. Brian, do you think it's a trap game? Because you know Kyle wants wants this really bad, uh, and you know if, if LSU's young young prospects want to show out, like this is kind of the perfect time to uh, take him off the Heisman pedestal. To suddenly be good enough to stop Kyle Trask and and, and Kyle Pitts, I, I don't think that they can just do that all of a sudden. I know, I know. That's why I feel it's like just a little, little trap, you know. But, but that's you know, what they it think. wouldn't be good radio if we all agreed. I mean, that's what I mean. That's what you think, though. It's like, okay, well, Kyle is going to do it, and that's probably what LSU also is saying. Like, oh, let's let's take him down a peg, you know. And you know, you, you know, it, it probably won't work like that, but. Yeah, as as opposed to the other times uh, before LSU's games when he was like, let's just lose this one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm messing with you. I'm fun. You're a fun guy. Okay, so let's stay in the SEC. We have Alabama at Arkansas. I don't really want to talk about that spread in that game because if it's raining, you're going to want to take Arkansas there. Just in bad weather, 32 points is a lot. But I, I want to talk about whether we should bet Mac Jones for the Heisman right now. 
Mac Jones is even odds. Kyle Trask is minus 125. They're going to be playing each other next week either way, right? Yes. So there will be in the, um, I'm not exactly, I don't know exactly, but, but yeah, I, uh, I think that's smart, actually, Joel. I didn't really think about that. But, yeah, because isn't Trask the favorite right now? Yeah, Trask is the favorite. And if Alabama beats Florida head-to-head, which I think will be the case, I can't imagine them still giving the Heisman to Trask. That's how I feel about it, too. I I guess I'm not super confident that Bama will beat Florida. I think they – I can't be, too. You know how I am. I got to shelter my uh, uh, fragile football emotions and not get too, too, too much hopes up. But, uh, yeah, that's actually smart. I never really thought about that. That's a, I think that's a smart bet. Yeah, and it's the way to really get the most value. And then it's like you have the Alabama money line at even odds next week. This is how you're betting on Alabama. Yeah. Maybe Trevor Lawrence can steal the Heisman if he's got the greatest game in college football history against Notre Dame, which I'm not ruling out. But yeah, yeah, it's not. It's 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 all it's all not out of the question. And uh, what are they doing, like January 5th this year, I think? I, they might do it a little bit in before the bowls, but after it's before it, no, it's no, it's, I, I think oh, it's, it's Christmas uh, Eve. I think it's right after the, the playoffs start, but before the championship game is, I think when they're going to do, uh, yeah. when they're going to announce it. Well, I know where they keep the Heisman trophy. And if they don't announce it in time, we're going to go down there. We're going to grab that Heisman and we're going to award it to Mac Jones. Provided <laughs> he wins. Nice. Okay, so I, I think that's the way to approach that Alabama-Arkansas game. Stay away from the spread, but you can throw down on Mac Jones for Heisman right here. I Th- love it. I love it. This game I'm really excited about. Georgia at Missouri. Missouri, 14.5-point dogs. Missouri, they've been a little feisty. They have some upset wins. They've got a great new coach, a good defense. Yeah. But— I like I like Missouri. Uh, I, I mean, as, as a, as a team this year, yeah, I, I agree with you. The way you put it is they're just kind of like a little scrappy team. They, uh, uh, I like a team that's like, not like winning a ton, but like every team that plays them is like, ah, this is going to be a pain in the ass. I, I think they're one of those teams and I am a little bit high on them probably cause I'm high on, like you mentioned the coach Drinkwitz. I think is, uh, I really like him a lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I wish them well, uh, in Georgia. Oh, I would, uh, I would actually, um, maybe take the under on this one. Oh, what, what's the under there? It's like uh, uh, again, my man Brian's holding that info, but I think it's like uh, I don't think it's absurd. It, it's I, I think it just it's higher than I think it's in the forties and uh, or maybe in the fifties. And I don't uh, Missouri's you know their defense ain't ain't crap, and uh, Georgia's offense is often crap. Yeah, so the over and Connor Basilak, Connor uh, Basilak is a really good, I think, a really good quarterback. And again, it's Georgia's defense, so I get why you know you're scared of that or whatever. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he's a really good quarterback, but I think Georgia's defense is also really good. I, I don't see it being a high-scoring game. Do you? Um, there's some things I really like from Georgia here. So we talk about Missouri having a good defense. The over/under is 53 well, and a half point. Not a, not a terrible defense. Yeah. Not a terrible defense, but they've played mostly pass-heavy programs, so they haven't played a run-heavy team like Georgia to date, so that'll be a different look for them. Good point, good point. I also like that JT Daniels is starting. He yeah. is. He had a great season at USC. He lost the starting job due to injury, and Slovis came in and was amazing. And if you are a Georgia fan, if you bleed dogs red – isn't it good to see your program finally going with a backup quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all would have won those games. You've done it earlier. 
Yeah, you would have won a couple national championships if you made that decision a couple of years earlier. So, or maybe maybe don't uh, let your five-star uh, Heisman-hyped uh, backup quarterback go to Ohio State. Yeah, or just let him and then try and make up for it down the line by slotting in JT Daniels. But yeah, I think that I just think JT can really throw the ball. I think Georgia will be the most fully actualized version of their offense and it's going to be a big ass task Missouri to keep close yeah I, I hear you okay. yeah with, I think Trey Williams left for Missouri one of their linebackers so it's going to be uh there's a hole there so I think it's gonna be pretty easy for them yeah it's gonna be easy for Georgia to do it and it's gonna be easy for you betters out there all you got to do is log on to the props network before you place your bets we've got live lot odds comparisons we've got live line comparisons and every week we're hitting you with the best content that you need to make informed bets on the football weekend donnie sangstech he writes blogs of 10 college football picks steve clark he writes an article picking every nfl game and every friday i hop on with steve we pick 10 player props each on the season we are incredible i made money on drew lock last week which feels like it should be illegal like making money on drew lock uh here's a lock yeah drew's a lock to be a bench warmer next season so if you want to be a better better if you want to improve and turn this passive activity into a income generating hobby the props network is your best friend brian is your consigliere and Eli, he's someone you can text at all hours of the day because you know he won't be sleeping. So check out the Props <laughs> Network. We've got your best interests in mind. So let's earn you some interest on that betting bankroll. You must be 21 or older to get bet online. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Okay. So we've got a couple weird lines that I don't really understand here. Colorado is... Yeah, that's why they cut them. It was the roast segment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we had a game show that you destroyed. Hey, so. I, had, I had a lot of fun with those roasts, and I'm happy for it. But now I love this too. So yeah, we just wanted to do something different. We'll be back. I'm with all the about roast. it, baby. So uh, what are the lines? Okay, Utah plus one and a half at Colorado. You know, is Colorado a good program? Is Utah gonna find their sea legs? I don't know. With this one, this one will probably be moved to Saturday at noon. And That's a that's a that's a that's a um i'd be like tentative i'd I'd say i'd tentatively uh go with colorado just because they're a little bit more proven at this point talent wise yeah and it'd be fun to see colorado win um i did yeah i like i like sam neuer i did watch an episode of real housewives of salt lake city one of the housewives my least favorite housewife is actually married to a member of the utah coaching staff so i'm gonna go buffs here yeah, go Bucks. <laughs> Brian, which who? which housewife? Um, I don't remember. I don't know the Utah one actually. So yeah, know. it was Salt Lake. <laughs> it it was the one who was vapid and uh. Too Whoa, interest- Utah! How many wives are there? <laughs> yeah, Real Housewives. It's a cast of six hundred. <laughs> Everyone's probably made that joke. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah, apologize. So yeah, Colorado there, and then probably the weirdest line of the week. We have a consistently disappointing Wisconsin team. We picked them last week. They lost. They're against a team we picked last week, and we won. Playing, this is great, Wisconsin and Iowa in the snow. Wisconsin, it's basically a pick. That's the, that's the, I like that. That's the, 
truck your start uh, start your truck up on a snowy morning before work bowl. I think that's what that should be called. <laughs> Wisconsin, Iowa in the snow. I love it. Some yeah. bologna sandwiches. Yeah, this <laughs> this is the tell your son you love him approximately once bowl. <laughs> no, silently as you walk away from an awkward conversation with him. Yeah, I don't Okay un- then. I don't understand why they made this game a pick. I think Iowa is the hottest team in the Big 10 right now. What's uh, Yeah, like? I like Iowa. Pe- yeah. Peaches Iowa's is good. Lost four in a row to Wisconsin. So this is a get back get back right bowl. Yeah, but this year, you know you well, what day is it first of all, Brian? It's wild. It's, it's a wild, wild Wednesday. Wednesday. And honestly, 2020 wild, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's who cares? I feel like that it all goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. I I I kind of lean um, again with something like that. I I maybe lean stay away to be honest, but I would lean Iowa. And it's it's probably a stay away. The line seems suspicious because it should be an Iowa's favor. There isn't a reason to like Graham Mertz right now. He had that great. He dropped off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he looked amazing against Illinois. He's. I know there's a COVID scare, but he still looked worse every game of the season. Yeah, I think that the jury's out on so many of these teams, and I think Wisconsin is one of them. Where I'm not ready to write them off until I see what happens in a regular season with them with uh, with these guys. Uh, but this year, I would love it if Iowa won because my prediction before game one was that uh, uh, Iowa I, Iowa would overtake Wisconsin. And so having Iowa beat Wisconsin would would uh, vindicate me some. So I hope that happens. Yeah, it would make Eli's wild first Wild Wednesday prediction. My first, I think yeah, maybe my one of my first Wild Wednesday predictions. If it came true, that would be lovely. Yeah, the first one of all time. So you know what? We'll ride with Iowa and Eli there. We won't feel great about it, but we'll do it. Just... Yeah, tentative. What were you gonna say, Joe? Were you gonna lean toward Wisconsin toward uh, toward whiskey? No, I I'm done. I've I've had a horrible experience bidding on Wisconsin this year. That's what it's... I'm saying. Yeah, because again, staying away is probably the smart thing. But if gun to my head, Iowa. Yeah, they don't just lose the bets. It's not fun to bet on them. There is never a glimmer of hope. You're watching the game cast against Northwestern with a punt coming up every 60 seconds. I hate this Wisconsin team. I <laughs> like Iowa a little bit. It seems like there's a lot of really bad quarterback play in the Big Ten, and Iowa doesn't have that. They've been doing... Not really. A little, little inconsistent, but yeah, I like Spencer. I think Spencer has got a cannon, man. Yeah, and... Just in this snow, I think these Iowa boys may be a little tougher than the Wisconsin ones. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But if you yeah. if you could put you're, well, you're the you're the Midwest boy. Like if, you know like which states are tougher and all that. It is probably Iowa. Iowa is probably the toughest state. The toughest guys I know are all Iowa Hawkeyes, former football <laughs> players. So just in I owe a lot of money after betting on that stupid spread. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, take the Hawkeyes, have fun. There are no two programs you'd rather see play in the snow than these two. That would be a fun one. That's, I'm looking forward to that one now. I feel like you should – I might get hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, a, like, like firewood. <laughs> He's going to chop it down himself with his bare hands. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to microwave some eggnog, and they'll feel real <laughs> weird drinking it. <laughs> okay, this line doesn't make sense to me. Michigan State at Penn State. Penn State, 14.5-point favorites. Uh, this line's just based on the schools, no? I, I Yeah, they're, Vegas is drunk. I don't know. I, like, yeah. Yeah, it almost, yeah, I guess. I I don't, again, I think I made a firm policy a few shows ago. Just I, I like with you with Wisconsin, I just kind of stopped betting, like recommending anyone bet on Penn State in any way. So I don't think Michigan State's necessarily going to beat them, but I'm not going to tell you to 
get on Penn State, right? Would you? No, not at all. Penn State is a 14 and a half point favorite. That's nuts. And I think they've won a game this year. Yeah. A game. This is barely. This is the stay away of the week. Do not yeah. touch this game. You don't know what you're getting from either program, so run. <laughs> Brian, would you bet on this game? With a Nerf gun to my head? No. Okay. No Nerf gun to your yeah, head? Yeah, Nerf gun. You have a Nerf gun because you're a kid trying to fight off Sandusky while you run away from this spread. <laughs> Do not bet on this spread. Okay. We- you know, we're, right, we're going to do what Penn State should have done and not touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, next, Fred, you know we're going to be betting on this one. The best game of the whole college football slate, North Carolina at Miami. We've got number 17 at it's number 10. Game. It is. And it's not close. It, it is. It is. Wait, the best game in the ACC? I think this is the best game in college football this weekend. I think it's the best game in college football of this decade. This this millennium, yeah, without a doubt. This uh, yeah. Who uh, who you like here, Joel? Um, you know I've really enjoyed North Carolina, but Ooh. I like Miami in the three and a half points here. Their defense has been coming on incredibly strong. Uh, I know UNC statistically has the best offense in the ACC, but I think. Derek King is just going to really go off under the lights and have himself a good game. Yeah, I um, I like King. I like I my I, I would I, I tend to agree with you, but I'll throw out there that I'm I'm pretty tentative about this in general. This, this is one of the most unpredictable ones to kind of picture in my head, like how it's going to go down or how many different ways it could play out. So I, I yeah, gun to my head, I, I agree with you, Joel Miami, but. I got to say, I'm, I'm I'm nervous about it a little bit. Yeah, and it's tough because you have Sam Howell against the Miami defense, but then you realize, oh, he's got amazing skill positions helping him out. And my, it'll I, be a fun game. I, I, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll definitely be good. Yeah, and I thought about this for a while, but I feel like North Carolina has gotten slightly worse as the season's gone along, whereas Miami, you kind of dismissed them early, early on because they took some bad losses to Clemson under the national spotlight. But they've really been putting it together ever since then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So may- uh, maybe this is the sign of from Miami that they've put things together over the course of the season, and they will go on to get Cincinnati in a New Year's Day bowl game. Hey, right? yeah, that's a that's a juicy matchup be, for both schools. That'd be a fun matchup. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. So yeah, I, I hear. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. It'll. It's just, let's see what uh, what uh, Derek King and Miami can do in the red zone because they're gonna they're gonna go right because UNC will give up yards, but their 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 red zone defense is not as soft. So we'll that it, we'll see we'll see what they can do once they get down there. Yeah, and I this, they're gonna be in the red zone a lot, but <laughs> yeah, and this game's good enough where you want to take a side, and I wouldn't be surprised to look at the TV in the third quarter and see it be twenty eight to ten. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of there's a lot of outcomes to this game that would not surprise me, and that's why I'm uh, reluctant on it a little bit, even though I also lean Miami. Yeah, so Miami, they're now down to minus three. The over under, maybe you want to take the under here, sixty seven and a half. So that Mm-mm. that could be a way to go. Sixty seven and a half is a lot of points, even in the ACC. It's not the Big Twelve yet, folks. Um, so then we have some. Some ones that I, some lesser games that I think are pretty valuable for us to bet on. 
Virginia at Virginia Tech. I love Virginia here getting less than a field goal. Okay. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech is uh, – yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's a down year for, for Vatek. This makes Virginia – I think the game just means so much more to the Virginia program as, the Virgin, as opposed to Virginia Tech. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna beat the Hokies. Yeah. And then Illinois at Northwestern. Northwestern minus 14.5 point favorites. I really like Illinois here, actually. I think so, yeah. I think Look, I think Northwestern's not a fluke, and I think that that loss maybe was more of a fluke. But I, yeah, I don't think they're going to win by that much. Necessarily. I wouldn't. I, I'm not confident enough to bet on them winning by that much, even though I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll win. Yeah, but Illinois, we talk about, oh, what's Herm Edwards done at Arizona State? But Lovey Smith is Lovie another retread. One, one of the first bowl games in forever. Yeah, and they lost some pieces this year, but they've still been competitive. I know they had a, a rough week last week versus Iowa, but they were still able to get out in front and control the first half of that game. Yeah. Illinois, they're, yeah, I, they're not the dregs of the Big Ten. No, they're not. And uh, I like them to cover here as well. Yeah. 14 and a half, especially in state with a, a crowd that's probably, if it's there, 50 50. Yeah. Close game. Touchdown yeah. game. Okay. That one, I'm glad we are agreeing on these. Oh, Duke at Florida State. I know oh, Florida Lord. State is two and six against the spread this season. Twenty-one and zero against Duke all time. Uh, man, I don't. <laughs> Wait, what's what's the number again? What's the four spread? and a half? I you it could be six and a half. I would take it. Florida State's yeah. gonna beat Duke. They can. I think they will. Uh, I I have some affection for Florida State. I've always kind of liked them, uh, except for the uh, Jameis Winston stuff, but. Uh, I think that uh, I like uh, I like their coach a lot. I uh, I hope he doesn't. Get, I don't think that he's gonna lose his job or anything like that. And they got they got a spark on offense when just randomly they can't control when they're suddenly pretty good. But it happens enough to beat Duke by four or four and a half for sure. So yeah, I would take Florida State there. Yeah, take Florida State there. It, the line should be a little bit higher. It's the worst Florida State team I can remember. Yeah, uh, it's still probably the best Duke team. And then um, we have Oklahoma at West Virginia. West Virginia is giving 12 and a half points. I know West Virginia looked awful last week against Iowa State playing for everything. I can't believe we yeah. missed that one. Uh, the stakes were just so high for that program. Did we, what did we call on that one? I think we stayed away from it. We stayed away from that one. I, I think that's a smart call. I, I It makes sense that they crushed them now that you look at it, but it wasn't stupid to stay away from that one. Yeah, it, it, was, it was not stupid. This is a cleanup game for Oklahoma. You think so? But in West Virginia? I don't know. That's uh, That one makes me a little bit nervous, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think I kind of think West Virginia might. West Virginia has been a little bit tough to predict this year. Um, I think – yeah, I kind of like – I think West Virginia will cover. Is this a stay away, though? This might be a stay away. Yeah, I think this is a big yeah, I think, I think just stay don't away. That's with it. And then uh, speaking of stayaways, we have Texas minus 29.5 at Kansas. I know it's Kansas, but, you know, that line is two points too high for me to take Texas on the road. <laughs> it's big, but I think Texas is going to cover it. Okay. Don't – again, I don't feel comfortable, like, telling you to bet on that, but I'll, I'll bet you. 
<laughs> I, I would love for the Kansas players to be mic'd up during one of these games. All the trash talks like, yeah, what about our basketball team? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Texas yeah. is still trying to prove their back. And I think that I think they're going to go off. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I think Texas is going to cover that, but again, yeah, 29, that's kind of like nuts to even bet on. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, if you're inclined, I'll back it, baby. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to soil your rep. The rep. No, nah, someone made big money off me this week. They, they nice. money, par- they put all my picks on a money line parlay. They've done that twice this year only both times they did it. It hit. So our friend KP Burke, he made about three grand oh. off me. So I'm chilling. I like KP. Yeah. And he loves me. Um, <laughs> so then we have Auburn minus seven and a half at Mississippi state. Kind of like Mississippi State here. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Auburn. I think Auburn will win by uh, they'll win by a field goal and a couple refs blind eye turns. I think that's what they're going to win by. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one's hard to call, but I watching this whole SEC season, these two programs are on the same level. This spread <laughs> is too big. Um, you know, the spread is too big. hundred percent. The spread is too big. Yeah. If Auburn's getting more than four and a half against anyone, I'm going the other way. This <laughs> is Mississippi state here. I'm not going to make it one of my six, but if I'm doing well, I will be on it. Mm-hmm. And then o- Oki state at Baylor was canceled. Correct. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So last off we have San Diego state at BYU. BYU is a 17 point favorite. I believe. Over uh, San, San Diego, Diego State, State, the Aztecs. Um, it'll probably happen. I'm not. I don't know if I'm necessarily like, yeah, take that though. Yeah, there are better lines, and here's something I'm excited about to debut every week. I have a hundred dollar parlay, right, Eli? Yeah. So I, I'm bound. I'm binding together three college football picks, trying to make as much money as I can off them. So here we go. Last game we haven't analyzed. The first two were on board, so USC money line. We're down with okay. that, right? Yeah, yeah. Florida State money line. We're down with that. Just for okay, yeah. And Le- then less certain, but yeah. And then the third one, the the one that makes this hundred dollar parlay a plus two sixty bet, Army. Ooh. Army Navies this weekend. Our president will be in attendance, and this it's a seven point game. And I think both the armed forces are kind of public teams. I think Army's uh, a little bit better than Navy this year. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, Army's got really good, really solid defense. They uh, chew clock with that offense. Uh, yeah. I, 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 what's the spread again? Sorry. Uh, those, are, those are just money line. Bets. Oh, just money line. Yeah, take Army. Yeah, I'd take Army there, without a doubt. Yeah. All I th- just like Navy's pilots. They got good ships. Yeah, they do have good ships. They've got a great nickname. And this game, it's going to be awesome for anyone who loves the fullbacks. I think these are the only two Ah, teams in college football. Never used anymore. Except in this game. both The stars of both teams are fullbacks. There's going to be a lot of 260-pound guys gaining three yards at a time in this one. That's what you want. I that Navy and Army are the uh, fullback farm. Yeah. And Harvard for some reason. Riggins. It's going to be the Tim Riggins Bowl. I don't think he would join the army. Although, didn't he join? Wait, didn't he get drunk and join the army or something in one of the episodes? Yeah, yeah I mean, 
Tim Riggins would have met recruiters from both these schools in his local Walmart parking lot in one of his dark hours. So, yeah, he's probably playing for one of these squads. <laughs> it's true. So here, here are our college football picks. We like the parlay. That's USC, Army, and Florida State. And individual picks we like, we really like Florida State, Illinois, USC, and Georgia, I think we're in disagreement. And then Florida, Mac Jones for Heisman, and then Virginia. So we have Mac Jones Heisman, we have Florida, we have USC, we have Georgia, we have Miami, and then we have Florida State, Illinois, plus the parlay. So I'll be putting $275 out on college football this weekend. And I feel pretty good about it. How about you, Eli? I'm feeling good about it. And also to, to clarify, I don't think, um, what's the Georgia spread again? 16 and a half. Oh, sorry, 14 think, and a half. And you think Georgia's going to cover that? I think a new, like, I, a, I think they, well, yeah, I think, I, I think, I think they probably will too, actually. I just also think you should take the under, maybe. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it's just like if you like that spread and the under, it's kind of hard to, oh, the spread's moved. It's 13 and a half right now. So, yeah, that was me. That was you? That was my influence. Mm. So maybe. They're listening to me. There's an uprising. Um, no, you're right, though. Yeah, to, to take the under and the spread is a little bit. Um, yeah, it's just the margins. Maybe. They're not going to help you there. But I, I'll take the under if you prefer. No, it's your network, baby. I'm just a guest. Let's, no. let's, let's take Georgia to cover. It's Sam's network. But Georgia to cover. And before we get out of here, here's my NFL wagers for the week. I'll be taking Titans minus seven against the Jaguars. I'll also be putting 150 on a money line parlay of the Titans and the Seahawks against the Jets. That'll be 150 to win 70. I just like that. Vikings plus six and a half against the Buccaneers. We saw it last week with Cleveland and Tennessee when two teams have the same same playing style and there's a big spread. You take the underdog. That's going to check out here. Take the Vikings six and a half, maybe even buy a half point. These are two equal teams, I think. I'm very high on the Vikings. Then, easy pick. I know it's your boy Jalen Hurts, Eli, but the Saints are coming to Philadelphia in his first game. Saints maybe have the NFL's best defense. So Yeah, yeah, you're right. You ain't lying. <laughs> yeah, Saints minus seven is a great pick there. And then um, I like Colts over the Raiders. Two and a half point spread. I think the Colts are better than the Raiders. I think a lot of teams are better than the Raiders, and the Colts are definitely one of them. You know Raiders have Josh Jacobs and Henry Ruggs, right? I, I know it. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been a little bit hurt. Henry Ruggs, uh, he scored a great touchdown on a team that was trying to let him score a touchdown. <laughs> Hey, no, you got to give Ruggs a, a, a fair shake, man. You, brutal, Joe. You, Oklahoma, Oakland, Oakland is 100% going to beat the Colts this week. 100%? 100%. I'm calling it. It's the uh, the Joel Wachowski pick of the guarantee of the week. It's my new segment. Okay, Oakland. The Joel Wachowski guarantee of the week is that the Raiders beat the Colts this week. Oh. Okay, the Eli Sayers is uh, Joel Wachowski guarantee of the week is that the Vegas Raiders will beat the Colts. Meanwhile, I can't Joel believe oh, I, I called them Oakland. My bad, everyone. Um, I did the same. Thing. I can't believe that Sam gave me this segment, though. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you did. You've you've earned it. <laughs> 
Anytime you can have someone who breaks the microphone and blames it on I didn't break the dang microphone. (laughs) How did I break the microphone? No. That that, that junk worked perfectly for me. I put that junk in a box. I sent it on. (laughs) I think you got a garbage microphone. I don't think it was Nate's fault either. You don't get (laughs) Man, we've really digressed here. And then... The last last couple bets I'm going to put out for the weekend are there's a lot of great tees and parlay candidates. A Titans, Seahawks, Packers money line parlay is minus 120. That's Titans against the Jags, Seahawks against the Jets, and Packers against the Lions. Lions got their win. They're not going to be able to handle their business against <laughs> Green Bay this week. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And then if you want to tease the Saints, Packers, and Titans – then that. bring up that Rams uh, no call with the refs. <laughs> yeah, show them the Coastal That's Carolina play. Ask if they remind you of anything. That made me so mad. Yeah, awful. I, I was grounded. I had to watch that through a hole in the in the living room, just and then I ran away so I wouldn't get caught. You were grounded? Yeah, my mom would always ground me so I couldn't watch the Super Bowl. Jokes. Oh, on I'm me. talking about the 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 Saints Rams no call from like a year ago or oh, two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that was that <laughs> you was were all- grounded. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant the, the the Rams Titans getting Kevin Dyson getting stopped on the one yard line. I was not grounded for Saints and Rams. I w- I did lose that bet. I am upset about it still. And yeah, well, I might have to ground you for this Super Bowl, Joel. So oh really? Well, I'm gonna sneak out. So <laughs> my last pick of the week, we're gonna take all that same tease. If you add the Chiefs to it against the Dolphins, Saints Packers Titans Chiefs six point tease plus 300 so we got a couple parlays that i like i think we'll make some decent money off it and if the college football one wins we're gonna roll it over onto the nfl so this is what i like this week eli thank you for coming on do you have anything to plug uh roast ghost podcast i have not done a new one in a couple months uh but maybe i will who knows um uh, (laughs) do i got anything else joel um, the Props Network, the Props Network, I do a weekly segment the fans are loving. It's called Joe Wolkowski's Pick of the Week. Yeah, Raiders yeah. Raiders guaranteed to win. Bet, bet the rent, bet the daughter's birthday money, bet the Christmas money. Because, look, if you win this money from the Raiders, like Joel's guaranteeing, then you can buy your kids even more Christmas presents. And they'll like, they'll, they'll, they'll like talking to you more. All right, yeah. go ahead. Those are my plugs. Yeah, and we will be guaranteeing the Raiders while taking the Colts. <laughs> Brian, did you have fun here? I had a boatload of fun, my friend. All right. Well, I'll catch you in the confessional. I will catch you guys on Friday for the props drop. I will also be back with my professional gambler pick videos on Friday on the props drop. And we will be back next week, Monday, Wednesday, with new episodes of The Walk-On with Brian Allen Mitchell featuring Eli Sarris' Joel Walkowski's Guarantee of the Week. Yeah. It's everything you want. It's everything you need. And if you're going to want to pay that back, Go to the Props Network YouTube page. Go to the Props Network TP in the Walk-On podcast feed. Hit that subscribe button. If you hit that subscribe button and you are in Brooklyn, New York, you can come punch me in the arm as hard as you can. Is that a Ooh. fair deal? Do we got Brooklyn? Do we got Brooklyn fans? No, no. There are no Brooklyn fans. There are only Kyrie fans. All of them are under eight years old, so they're not allowed <laughs> to listen to this podcast. Nice, nice. My headphones stuck. I can't move. All right. For the Props Network, Brian and Eli, this is Joel Walkowski of The Walk-On, walking off. (laughs) That picture. I love it. Shut up.
Sorry. <laughs>